This episode of The Patch is brought to you by World of Tanks. Do not miss out on the game that was voted Best Online Game of the Year two years in a row. World of Tanks is available for download on your PC for free. New players in the U.S. can sign up now and enter code ROOSTER for awesome in-game items. World of Tanks. Download now and play for free at playtanks.us. Stop wasting your money and time buying expensive razors. For just a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com will ship amazing quality razors right to your door. Come on, join the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join now at dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. Welcome to the patch. This week, featuring Ryan, the PC Master Race no, guy. God, yeah. This week, no, no, no clapping. For oh, sure. uh, With Gus, uh, PC Master Race gets a clap. But. Gus, <laughs> Meg, Ryan, and Gus. Um, slow, <laughs> slow news week this week. So not little to talk anything. about. In fact, I don't even know if I should bother with this. I'm not, just turn it back over. <laughs> not a lot going on. So E3 week, uh, yes. big biggest week for video game news of the whole year. Always. It sets the tone, sets the release calendar for basically the rest of the year, this year and then early next year before next year's E3. Lots of stuff. I had to pull a bunch of videos to prepare as assets. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's for quite a list. The patch. 48 I, I think I pulled all 48. of <laughs> Yeah. By the way, welcome, Meg, to the oh, first okay, patch. Meg, it's your, your first patch. Welcome. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, do not, 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 not to be confused with Bernie. Totally different oh, no. person. It's really... <laughs> the glasses may confuse you, but yes. they're distinct Red people. Hair. So uh, before we get into the the E3 news, I want to okay. say we ju- we just got uh, an update here related to RTX, which is the the premier video game and internet experience in the United States. Sold out in Austin. Now, do we have to July fight somebody to for that title? Or is that, I invented it. Can so you just okay? You can just claim it. Uh, yeah, uh, I just got confirmation that Bungie will be at RTX. Uh, hey. th- yeah. This year, uh, 2014. So if you've already got a ticket, congratulations. If you don't have a ticket, you should have got one sooner. I think there's still some on the Indiegogo. There may be some on the Laser Team Indiegogo. Have they confirmed anything they're bringing? Uh, I cannot speak to that. I can okay. only speak to the fact that they will be there. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Is this indie dev? It's called Boonji. <laughs> Maybe you heard of them. I think they're <laughs> Swedish. Boom loud in that name. <laughs> Okay, great. So I'm just I'm just right. going to go through my list. We got a million. Okay, so let's do. essentially, the way I broke down our topic list, and we don't have okay. to stick with this, is I broke it down by keynote. Yeah, you know, we've okay. got Microsoft, good separation, Sony, uh, Ubisoft, EA, Nintendo. Uh, that's all I have broken down right here. And believe it or not, I guess maybe we should start with the PC news. All right. Uh, I guess there was the a new Doom teaser release. There was a teasing Tease further and teasing a teaser. <laughs> right. The double tease. Like I mean, it's it's amazing to me how. PC dominated the gaming industry was for so long, and I think this might be the only really PC news related that I heard throughout all of E3. And this is teasing more information at QuakeCon. Yeah. I'm not even sure that it's it like, was. hey guys, remember QuakeCon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had this great game. It was Quake. There's a whole convention. Really, people still go. I swear. <laughs> it's a thing. I swear. It's not my mom's face anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a very cool looking cyber demon from Doom. Uh, that's. It. it had the, the trademark door opening sound. It's like, it that's did. when you're sold. You're, that, you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what I'm getting into here. And that made me realize how far sound effects have come in the new generation of consoles, too. Like That would just seem really out of place to hear that noise in a modern game. Yeah. It just well, sounded cheesy. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's a low bit rate or something. Maybe. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try to approach this as equal airtime as possible sure. for everyone because we are an objective News. Totally. Absolutely. Podcast, No video. favorites here. Let's uh, talk about our favorites. <laughs> our favorite favorites. Uh, so, you know, 
Microsoft, of course, was the first one out the door. Right. And I got to say, I was a little disappointed that the first thing they showed was Call of Duty. Really? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Seriously? I yeah. just felt like, and I'm going to make enemies saying this, but oh. I felt like they, during their Xbox One announcement, it was a very, it was the bro box, right? Like, they were, it was a bro-y press conference. And then you start with Call of Duty, like, you don't want to shake the bro? Like, well, start yeah. with the bro? At, at least in their defense, you know, they, they stuck to only talking about games. Absolutely, they and did, I was very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, they did not mention any services or any mm-hmm. hardware or, or anything else, which... Nope. Kind of made their messaging messy last year, and I think they were really Absolutely. a hit for that. Uh, I noticed that it seemed like they took cues from how Sony's been playing, and uh, you know they really hyped up the ID at Xbox program, all the indie games that yeah, are coming. Yeah, they took a lot of hits from indie developers when they were announced the Xbox One because the ID at Xbox service seemed very unfriendly to indie de- developers, and uh, and I think they really played it up this year. Like, we really do love our indie devs. Like, swear, guys. Like, we really do love you guys. Besties forever. Yeah, besties, BFFs. <laughs> Um, but, and I actually I really like their ID showcase. Mm-hmm. I thought um, Cuphead, which I'm sure we'll get to. I, yeah. I'm sure I'm skipping I, I, ahead. I've, I've but got the whole list right Cuphead here. Is, well, looks let's, freaking let's awesome. Uh, Cuphead. Aztez. Is that, is that supposed to be Aztec? Maybe I made a typo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Night Squad. Plague Incorporated. No, we're now. They'll have to change the name to keep oh, up with our podcast. White Knight. Earthlock. Cuphead. Hyperlight Drifter. Lifeless Planet. Slash Dash. Fru. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which wins for best yeah. title. <laughs> um, Mighty Number no. 9. Grave. Wolfie. Or was that? Wolf, sorry. Hashtag IDARB. Yes, sir. Uh, threes, Phoenix Rage, uh, Hell Raid, and Below. But yeah, of the list, Cuphead was definitely the Cuphead most Cuphead was amazing. Interesting Wasn't uh, Titan one. So- was Titan Souls in their indie dev or was it or in their, an- their indie showcase or Sony's? That Titan Souls is like an old indie. It, it won the Ludum Dara, uh, however you say it. Uh, I, people say it 15 different ways. But anyway, it won this amazing 24-hour, 72-hour game jam competition. And it was awesome. And uh, now it's going to be on it's, next-gen consoles. That is, uh, it was in the Sony conference. Sony's. It's uh, going to be on PC, Mac, Vita, and PS4. Very exciting. So, <laughs> The new definition of exclusive, yeah. which means yeah. just not on that one console. You only have one guy, and you hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's been really interesting to look at the divide between the indie stuff and the like heavy-hitting games. The heavy-hitting games are all finally coming out full force, like next-gen, looking very kind of hyper-realistic, got that sharp, clean lines and high texture rates. And then the indie games have gone to this really cool art place. Oh, absolutely. They're so pretty. I mean, mm-hmm. this is really throwing a wrench in that whole video games aren't art idea because the aesthetics that they what? are developing with these indie games I'm is just awesome. I'm going to talk about Cuphead again. Okay. Let's talk about Cuphead. Which like, I mean, they only showed it's Bugs like, Bunny. It's they Mickey only showed Mouse. like 30, yeah. a 30 second trailer. Willie. But it makes me think of like the old, like silly <laughs> yeah. symphonies, uh-huh. you know, uh, style cartoon. And I, to see that it's gameplay is just weird to me. Like, I never realized you could have an art style in a game that looks like that. Right. And it almost looks like copyright infringement. Right. <laughs> like it's yeah. so close. Except, except it's in color and uh-huh. not black and white. So, you know, it's, uh, it's There's not quite a the same. flicker to it, too, that really bring, ev- evokes that old TV kind of feel, which yeah. is, or an old animation kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Some, of, uh, some of the screens and some of the things that you, I see them doing in that game make me think of when you would fight Bowser in Super Mario World on the SNES. Oh, you know, yeah. He was in that flying, mm-hmm, smiley thing. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> so, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I never made that realization when I was younger and I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah, that was directly influenced by 
the older cartoons, uh, and now you see it's come back full circle. Yeah, I love that it's a, it's almost true. Well, some indie games, I think, have gone to like a retro place. To talk about Titan Souls again, it's also like this sort of retro look to it, which is really, really, really cool. But then also, I'm skipping ahead again, we're going to do beautiful, beautiful things that Abzu looked gorgeous in Sony's conference. Entwined was another beautiful mm-hmm. art. Like they, they go to this extreme where they exploit the system capabilities to this gorgeous like games are art type place. You know what I mean? And it's it's very exciting. Well, the, the crazy thing to me was uh, Entwined specifically was they announced it and they said, queue it up to download. You mm-hmm. will have it tonight. You know, it's yeah. coming out that day. It's a, a game yeah. we've never heard of. This particular one is Abzu right yeah, here. Yeah, this is Abzu. Uh, which also is it's by the people who made uh, Journey. Journey, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe they said it's got its exclusive console debut on the PS4. So that, now I had to try to make a note of all of these, like, asterisks and right. like, it's specific Right, it's exclusive phrasing. for 24 hours <laughs> or something, which is exciting, or interesting to me because Journey was completely PS3 exclusive. Mm-hmm. And so why, what, what happened with Abzu? The giant squid was like, hey, we'll give it up to Xbox One. No, 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 they said... More money. No, no, they didn't say it's coming to Xbox One. They said exclusive console debut. De- ah. Right, debut. So could it end up eventually right. on Xbox One? So That's they, what I'm saying. What not, happened? They, maybe it hasn't. You know, who yeah, knows? We don't I know. think they, they left it intentionally maybe it left ambiguous. It open, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Microsoft, you want to meet with Giant Squid? We'll put a game on your console. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was interesting to me that both conferences, you know, going back to how Microsoft started with sure. Call of Duty, both conferences opened with non-exclusive games. Microsoft opened with Call of Duty. Sony opened with Destiny. And mm-hmm. they each have exclusive things with each of those like microsoft has dlc on the xbox first for mm-hmm. call of duty and Des- sony has the beta first an alpha and a white ps4 bundle for destiny uh and i think they have some early content or some exclusive content as well uh on their side but again they're like both starting off with third-party games that are going to be pretty mm-hmm. huge i just thought it was interesting that we've almost lost this sort of like big console battle in that like now so many games are maybe the dlc will be on xbox for 24 hours until it's on ps4 but but it's eventually going to come there like mm-hmm. there's no huge exclusives they're not at least they're not as as often as they used to be like there's not right. these big like console making exclusives anymore everything's coming to everything mm-hmm. i mean yeah th- there are a couple. There yeah. are, and that's but it's it. yeah, yeah. It's not as like line in the sand anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like at the Nintendo uh, presser, you saw like uh, Sonic and Mario in uh, Smash Brothers together, right? And Pac Man mm-hmm. and Mega Man. It's right. like, <laughs> what, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got to think at some point the ability to have multiple consoles sell that unit can push those games even further. So, Call of Duty is a really high se- selling game, but it's available on multiple platforms. So. Whereas Halo or something like that or Uncharted, they really only have the one market they can shoot for. Mm-hmm. So that gets those big titles really big as opposed to the you know exclusive content. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, I'm going through my list here. So I feel like we haven't talked about Nintendo no. very much. So I want to try to talk about them a little bit here. Uh, I, was, I, I, I did not want to watch their direct presentation no? just because I've been checked out from Nintendo for <laughs> so long and just not they caring. They hook you in with Robot Chicken? They got me. They hooked Did me they? this year. All I went right. in like I, maybe it's a, a thing where I went in with low expectations, and they started with Smash Brothers, and I was like, oh god. Well, first I, of I, all, they started with the most cringy fight we've ever seen in our lives. That was so, yeah. weird. <laughs> so weird. He's a man. He's a totally water. It was a water, and they were yeah fighting each other. Yeah, Reggie doesn't care anymore, right? he did the Mega sixty four video. Fiza Mech. I'm surprised we didn't see Fiza Mech during their presentation. We didn't see any Fiza Mech at all. It was very. I was very disappointed. Uh, but they did announce the uh, right after that they went right into the Amiibo toys, which mm-hmm. I guess is like their version of Skylanders or Infinity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which 
will be interesting. I don't, I've never used Skylanders or Infinity, so I don't know if they have this capability as well. But with the Amiibo, the data transfer can be two ways to where your particular um, figure can have upgraded and personalized stats based on your wins and your losses and your play style, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I also am not familiar with Skylanders, but it, they seem to make kind of this big deal about the two-way data transfer, so I'm assuming it's, it's fairly it's new. new. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's cool. But again, it, I think they said uh, Smash Brothers on the Wii U will support it at launch, and mm-hmm. they said that they're going to support Mario Kart 8 as well. But that's all they really uh, yeah. announced initially. Uh, and I'm not really a big Smash Brothers player. Me either. But Mario Kart. Mario, 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 Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Um, and Captain Toad. So that's one of the other ones I want to talk about. Uh, so then right after that, they went into uh, first Yoshi's Woolly World, yes, which had a really cool aesthetic. You know, again, it's going back to what you said, like trying to find a cool art style. And I mm-hmm. guess that's the compromise Nintendo has to make with the Wii U. They can't push a ton of polygons like a super powerhouse console, so they have to find interesting looks to the games and cool ways yeah. and new game mechanics, which it seems like they're going to have a game mechanic that's going to be annoying as shit. <laughs> Whereas you can yes. play a yes. multiplayer as two Yoshis. We talked about this, yes. And one Yoshi can eat the other and then spit him. <laughs> you know you're going to just have an asshole you're playing with who's just going to be eating you This constantly. is going to be the quickest way that I defriend so many people in my life <laughs> is by them doing And it says, even um, Ibisu said, uh, this is a mechanic you can use to attack the other player. No, it's a co-op game. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing yeah, You're not in competition. No. But, uh, but yeah, so that looked really cool. And then, I mean, maybe this is why I... Uh, they won me over. I thought that had a cool aesthetic. And then they went straight into Captain Toad's treasure tracker, which is like Toad as Indiana Jones, basically, is the best way to describe it. It's like a, a cute Toad who's scared of everything, like trying to navigate puzzles and uh, find treasure, I would presume. There he is. Yeah. yeah. Looking so awesome. And you can do first person from the gamepad, which they're very excited about. But he just looks so darn cute. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Uh, Again, again, the aesthetic and like the style, you know, just having to really stick with it. Which it's a very Nintendo aesthetic in a lot of ways. I mean, they haven't deviated much from their art style for as long as there's been a Nintendo. They just added a dimension, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd you do? Well, you know, I just added a dimension. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> really. We weren't two, then we just stood it up. It's like a pop-up book. <laughs> there you go. You're good to go. Well, yeah, I mean, you can definitely say that about like Paper Mario, Paper Mario. in, in yeah. those games. I mean, that's totally exactly what they did. I think, unfortunately, as you said, the, the polygon limitation is starting to really show its its head in things like Bayonetta 2, which mm-hmm. showed off, which it's like to kind of counter- counteract that. They just push super anime look, like very angular yeah. kind of thing. But Did you guys hear the controversy about the cover? Either of you, the Bayonetta no. 2 cover? <laughs> the guy who, I want to say he designs Bayonetta. He's involved with Bayonetta in some way, shape, or form. Um, but I just skimmed it quickly this morning. Basically, there was concept art for Bayonetta 2, um, and it and then it showed the difference between the cover, and instead of being in front of the full moon she's in in the cover, it was supposed to be a crescent moon, and he was mad they changed the number 2 to red instead of orange. Mm. <laughs> they were like the <laughs> tiniest differences, but he was pissed. He was like tweeting how mad he was about it, and like, oh. who ruined my cover? Well, For a minute there, I thought you were going to say that they were going to make Bayonetta a female, but then it couldn't afford to be a male. <laughs> Damn it. I saw him coming, too. Okay, well. G- Gavin got you. Um, He's waiting for me to talk is what he was doing. Um, so <laughs> well, one of the things they did mention in the, or they showed off in the Bayonetta 2 presentation was, I guess they have some uh, costumes for Bayonetta. Yeah, they she has Peach. Peach, Link, and Metroid. And I guess they have the, uh, the entire universe package coming out October 2014. Right, it comes out with the. That's right. The original Bayonetta comes right. out on the same disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I the first Bayonetta was too crazy for me. I remember watching Jack play some of it and just being like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this that you're playing?" I, I just it was it was too out there. I, I realized there were people who were super passionate about it. Right. Not my cup of tea. That's um, okay. okay, I want to talk about some EA and some Ubisoft were, were kind of yeah. all over the place. Uh, I'll go with Ubisoft first. The first five minutes of Far Cry 4, I thought, looked fucking amazing. It's, um, that guy sounds so much like Tom Hardy to me. Is that just me? Or? <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, it's kind of weird and disconcerting coming out of, uh, he looks kind of pseudo-Asian, maybe? I guess you're in the Himalayas, so. Yeah, in a fictitious country. <laughs> I liked Far Cry 3 so much. Far Cry 3 was a game I went into with really low if no expectation and i was just blown mm-hmm. away i think a lot of people went into it with very low slash no expectation that's why it was such a hit yeah. like people were just like actually it's really freaking good you should get it yeah it was like they kept recreating that moment it's like anytime you have to yeah. find an enemy base it's like okay how am i going to do it this time are there going to be animals that are going to help me and it's like it was just that moment copy and paste it across an entire game for an acceptable length of time <laughs> <laughs> it's like it wasn't too long it wasn't too Didn't short drag it out the, the second island i felt like it was dragging a little but okay. they, they wrapped that up in a hurry uh but it was good so i'm really excited to see what they do with this it's pretty it's super pretty yeah uh the only question is how much and that's really a question for a lot of these titles is how much of it it's the e3 goggles when it comes off what's the game really gonna look like but uh if it sticks to what we've been seeing for most of these titles it's gonna be a really pretty year one of the features they announced about far cry 4 in the sony presser was that you know it's a multiplayer game you can have two players playing at once and if you're playing on PlayStation platform, you can invite your friends to play. And even if they don't own the game, they can jump oh. in and be your player, too. I didn't hear that. That's awesome. That's Which, a, it's where a was revolutionary that? feature if it catches on. Yeah, well, they're already inve- Sony's already so invested in like the Gaikai and the PlayStation mm-hmm. Now and the right. game streaming. Um, I could see how this could be a test for f- future bigger things. But it's interesting that it's coming from a third-party uh title instead of first party how do you think that'll work do you think it'll be a stream to that person or do you think they will download the game that they can only play if invited from a co-op time i think it'll be a stream i figured stream yeah because like you said like gaikai is their streaming service Mm -hmm. that they've been invested in and and this whole thing with you can play on your sony tv soon Mm -hmm. if you have a controller so Mm -hmm. i think that's probably how they're gonna they'll work it with Mm -hmm. stream which is playstation now right with the beta starting Mm -hmm. on the 31st of july yes Look at you. Off the hey. top of your head, I had to make a ton of notes. I got, like, I normally don't have my laptop out here, but I was like, there's shh, too much shit to memorize. That was the only fact I knew. <laughs> I blew it all on that What's one. What's your middle name again? Uh, PC, <laughs> Master, PC Master Race. That's right. Uh, all right, here, let me read this thing. I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Nothing feels better than the first shave with a fresh blade. It's smooth, it's close, and the blade is as sharp as it's ever going to be. But thanks to Big Shave Company's ridiculous prices, you can't afford to use a fresh blade every week. So you drag that dull-ass blade across your face for two weeks, three weeks, ten weeks? Question mark. Uh, why do you do that to yourself? Maybe because the only thing more painful than shaving with an old blade is shelling out 30 bucks for a pack of new ones. If you want to enjoy a fresh blade every week, but you don't want to take out another mortgage on your house, you've got to join dollarshaveclub.com. For a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com ships the highest quality blades you can get. Uh, with, yeah, I'm a four-blade guy, and with Dollar Shave Club, it's only six bucks for a four-pack. Only six dollars for the best quality blades you can get. So every week, you can pop in a fresh blade and treat yourself to an amazing shave. Amazing shave. Join dollarshaveclub.com, get amazing quality blades in the mail for a couple bucks, and treat yourself to a brand new blade every single week. Hundreds of thousands of guys have upgraded their shaving with Dollar Shave Club. I'm one of them, and now it's your turn. Shave time, shave money, dollarshaveclub.com. Slash rooster. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash rooster. Big I, thanks to Dollar Shave Club. I would love to meet the person that took out a second mortgage to buy <laughs> razors. Me too. 
It's pricey. You think it, 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 it might be that, that that world's hairiest man, the guy yeah. that, that everyone tweets to me that I look like him. <laughs> Thanks, by the way. I haven't seen that image a fucking million times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so we have not talked about any of the stuff from the a E3. Lot. It's from the EA conference yet. I'm okay. trying to jump around a mm. bunch. So they they let it off with the love song to Star Wars, essentially, where they had that dice video uh-huh. where they talked about how much they love Star Wars, and they showed about 10 seconds of early prototype <laughs> Battlefront stuff. I always love when they have the developers and like, okay, we needed them to really understand cold. So we sent them somewhere really cold so they could look at things that were cold. Well, it's, mm-hmm. Dice is uh, based in Sweden anyway. So they <laughs> probably didn't, went outside. They they didn't have to cold. go very far. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> They'd never seen a jungle. So we sent them to the jungle. Not just any jungle, the jungle. The jungle. <laughs> uh, but it was, it, was, it was cool to know that it's being worked on, and you know they're they're treated. You know they they did this to try to show that they're going to treat it with respect, and it seems to be a recurring theme for Star Wars these days. You know, with J.J. Abrams doing the new movie, and now with this, it's like we respect the same stuff you do. I swear, no Jar Jar. It's like a, entering a haunted house, right? Like we respect you, spirits. We're not here to harm you. Like please don't slam any doors like or turn on my coffee maker. It's like a fatal frame game. Like just let us yeah, take oh a picture. God. We're going to leave. I will sacrifice. My twins. <laughs> um, okay, hopping back around. Back to Microsoft. So they had, um, I guess, an evolved trailer. I'm surprised there wasn't more <laughs> yeah, was like, evolved shown. Gone. Like yeah. that's literally as much evolved as at the Microsoft. Yeah, they said. Presser. I guess there's going to be a beta on the Xbox and DLC on the Xbox One first. So you know, I think we talked about this last week or the week before about how it seemed like the PS4 is the console for betas. Mm-hmm. But I think so far, Evolve is the first beta i've seen them talk about that's exclusive to the xbox one not counting halo 5 which of course would be exclusive to the yeah Halo, right you right. know to the xbox that's one a, that didn't count but but evolve is such i mean at pax it made such a splash that i think it, it's a big decision maker for a lot of people yeah. i think people are very excited about evolve obviously it's not you know system exclusive but i think that beta is a big gift for them and i believe that um the game comes out in october i don't remember the exact release date off the top of my head yeah october 21st mm-hmm. so that's that's here pretty soon so we should be seeing a beta, theoretically, probably by end of August. So hopefully uh, we'll see that soon. Speaking of betas, the hardline, Battlefield Hardline beta dropped at E3, basically. They said it's out now, which I went and signed up for it and was able to get in the PC beta. Again, PC, PC and PS4 yeah. uh, were the two beta. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got uh, in the PC beta, too. Let's play. Yeah, we should. It's fun. Have you played it at all? No, I have not yet. I, uh, I, I downloaded it. and mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I redeemed my code right. for it in Origin, and I just got to work downloading videos for uh-huh. the patch today. <laughs> uh, it's If you've played any of PC uh, Battlefield 4, it's very... PC Battlefield 4. The graphics haven't come that far. That being said, PC Battlefield 4 is really pretty already. Uh, and it's really fun. The new game types are can go really fast. Uh, there's one where there's just a couple, basically, briefcases full of money that you have to transport to two different escape locations. It's The premise of the whole thing is basically cops versus crooks. Mm. And I do think it's kind of sad... Uh, no offense, Rockstar, but uh, Battlefield has managed to do a heist before GTA Online. Yeah, I was thinking the same <laughs> That's thing. That's a little sad. Uh, but it's basically Cops v. Crooks, and uh, there's a, one new, uh, two new game types that were in the beta. One map. Uh, one being you have the crooks have to get the money from two crashed armored, tr- armored trucks and get to two different escape locations. And you can run up to it. You blow up in the armored car. You pick up the money, and then you run to the escape. That's it. Those games can be over in less than five minutes mm-hmm. uh, if nobody stops the guy. Um, and the other one is basically there's a central location where both teams are running to to grab bags of money and take them back to their bases. Uh, and they're fun. 
it's it's pretty catchy. Uh, it's an r- interesting change for Battlefield. There's mm-hmm. at least in that those two game types, no capturing and taking points uh, like traditional Battlefield playstyles. Also, no soldiers. Uh, there are no <laughs> soldiers. Essentially, they're just guys in ski masks and guys in uh, helmets. Yeah, it's like it's like you got Battlefield in my payday. You got payday <laughs> in my Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll yeah, see if it they seems, come up with really fun. Butter. So, you, like you said, the beta starts today. The game comes out October twenty first. Mm-hmm. Do you think that their hand was forced with the beta because of all the leaks that they had? You know, I don't know. I can't say. I, I, I feel like there've been so many leaks. That, the, actually, the, I thought there would be more. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. That like I've just come to expect leaks from E three. Uh, the Mario Maker leaked early. Star Fox leaked early. We saw, and actually, poor Nintendo. I think got the brunt of most of the leaking. <laughs> well, year. yeah, because uh, with them specifically, I saw pictures of their booth set up yep. before the show even opened, <laughs> and like everything was out there. Like, oh, cool. What's that Mario Maker thing? Yeah. Oh, look, those things are on little stands, and they must. They're hanging out Skylanders. You know. It was Did- yeah. They got kind of blown open. But the funny thing was I, I saw most people online being like, well, we don't know if it's real. We don't. We know. It's real. Do you think – do, do people really honestly look at these things and go, oh, it's a leak. It's a leak. Or does everybody just assume – have we all become cynical and just like somebody on the team just put that out there? Somebody just got fired. <laughs> I, f- I figure well, it's, it's somebody it, doing their PR job. Well, like, that's now true. We like, were talking about what's it. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. But you want to control the message and the way that it comes out. I mean, that's why they have these presentations. But with, oh, I lost my voice. But with Nintendo, it's a little different in that they don't need to fill a theater like everyone else. They're not doing the live presentation in front of people. They're just doing a virtual event streaming it. So may, maybe it's not as big a deal for them. Maybe it was more in- intentional. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think Nintendo is still very much a Japanese company in that they are very concerned with how things are controlled and how they come out and how they're announced. And so um, I think it would be weird if, it, if the control or if the leak was mm-hmm. internal in any way, shape, or form. The only thing they're not concerned about is the color of the two on Bayonetta. Animals! Red's fine. They're both on the same side of the rainbow. Well, well, touch. I, was, I was surprised that the, the guy that was tweeting about it was so angry. I was like, oh. Hey, it's his art. It's his art. That's what he does. But also I just felt like it, I don't know like I just have this impression of like a Japanese businessman and, and tweeting on Twitter is not necessarily how I think he would get his point across but this is me um, so one of the other uh, well, surprises for me uh, at E3 was the fact that Assassin's Creed Unity is multiplayer up to four person co-op uh, and no competitive multiplayer Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah, that part. They, they, at least that's a, the fact that I was reading, was that there would be no competitive multiplayer. I never one. thought about playing the single-player campaign of Assassin's Creed with uh, co-op players, and that seems fucking awesome. It looked mm-hmm. The gameplay looked gorgeous. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. We don't have to talk about the No Ovaries initiative that they've started, but it looked beautiful. Well, no, I do want to mention something Do you want to about talk that. about it? No, just one, this is my question. Okay. So they announced, or they basically came out, that they wanted to do it, they wanted to have fe- add a female character to this, and then they just couldn't fiscally do it. Right. It was too Is much it, work. It, don't you want them to have the thought well, well, that, they, that way they wanted to do it, and then it proved that it wasn't fiscally responsible to do it? Well, the, 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 thing, the, the, the uh-huh. frustrating thing to me is that was their initial reaction, and then earlier today they, yep. they clarified it. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. They said what we meant was when you're playing co-op, you're all playing as the same character, so you're seeing it from that character's perspective. You're always going to be Arno, no matter what you're doing. You're always going to be Arno, so it wouldn't make any sense to have females in the game because you're always Arno. If they had said that first, that makes sense. Yes, well, that now makes it sense seems too. like a weird backtrack right. But the now. fact that they said what you said first 
that they couldn't make what? it work. I don't see what's wrong with that statement. Like, I, we can't afford to do it. This is a debate I had this morning okay. in, the co- in the covers of whether or not that that's like a legitimate excuse, right? For uh-huh. when there are nine studios working on a game, is it really not fiscally responsible to render some boobs on somebody? Like, is that really that difficult? Well, I mean, it's what, like four extra polygons? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look, One, two, three, four. Four polygons on her chest and she uh, made I mean, it work. There's like a jiggle deformer in there. Okay. <laughs> you laugh. A jiggle deformer. <laughs> I mean, How do you think those things get animated? Hey, baby, I like sure. that. <laughs> you laugh. Look it up. It's a thing. I'm just saying. But, I do think it's. A, I do think it's okay. They get to make yeah. the game they want. People can react to it however they would like. I yeah. just think that was a dumb thing for them to start off with. And the statement they made today was a much smarter approach. Right. Much smarter. I, I mean, I just. I, I don't get it. Like, if uh, the idea of having the idea that we would have th- well thought, hey, you know, it'd be fun if everybody could, you know, pick their gender in this. <clears throat> That's great. You want them to have that idea. If it turned out for whatever reason, we don't know, that they just couldn't get it in the game, at least their mind was in the right spot. Sure. I mean, it's not like, yeah, I don't oh, think God, evil. the game's now horrible. I don't they're think like, they're, they're terrible like... people that just didn't want you know to have a female in there. It's like, oh, no, they just, for one reason or another, didn't think they could get it in the game. Right. I think if they had framed it any other way mm-hmm. other than like, well, we just couldn't do it. There weren't enough people. You're not an indie <laughs> dev. Right. Like, you can do what you uh, want to yeah. do with the game. But if they had just said like, hey, look, in future games, we'd love to show mm-hmm. you some lady assassins. Wonderful. I think we uh-huh. all would have celebrated that. We would have loved that they had that idea. I just think that they came off kind of flimsy, like, yeah, we wanted to, but our <laughs> boobs are expensive. Yeah, like, that's not an excuse. I don't know if maybe whoever made the initial comment wasn't someone authorized to oh, yeah. speak. Or... He was not a PR person, that's right. for sure. Yeah, someone who was just like talking out their ass, and then yeah. everyone ran with it. So then uh-huh. PR actually has to make the official reason. So who knows? But I, their, their final reason makes sense to me. Right. Unless you watch the, the trailer, and then you see that every one of those assassins is carrying different equipment, and it doesn't feel like... Like, but do, do, are their faces the same? Is they the are, they're under As hoods. somebody who's already making cosplay for it, they're not the same. There's one guy with a mustache. There's a guy with a yeah, beard. I mean, look, some of them look like really super butch and stuff. It's one like, guy's got an ex. This is the Arno that went to the gym. This is the Arno that's been just hanging out in front of the couch for a while. <laughs> Which Arno do you want to be? <laughs> Uh, They're all the same genetics, but it's kind of a loose organization of chromosomes, right? I also thought it was interesting they said uh, at the end of their statement today, we can't wait to tell you the strong female characters in Assassin's Creed Unity. Who are these strong female characters going to be if not assassins? Well, they could still be assassins. They just won't be playable assassins. That's very true. They could just be not playable characters. They will be figuring it out. Yeah, right now. Someone is furiously turning, (laughs) cross-dressing a a digital (laughs) character right now. (laughs) Make the hair longer. Make the hair longer. Yeah, they'll. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, it, people have been asking for female assassins for several iterations of the game. I'm sure it's on the roadmap. I'm sure it's coming. Well, I, they've I, been I competitive. In I mean, they, they right. have had female assassins mm-hmm. in the competitive multiplayer. But they, they said, as part of the secondary release they had, they started it with that same boilerplate that they have before every Assassin's yep. Creed, where it's like, <laughs> Assassin's Creed is developed by a multicultural team of many faiths <laughs> and beliefs. <laughs> it's like, okay, we get it. I see this every time I turn the game yeah. on. Oh, come on. This one's in France. Really? <laughs> what are we worried about? All those white French people are going to be offended all of a sudden? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, the bourgeoisie. <laughs> I like that. I hope, you get, I hope you get a voice bit. There we go. Uh, That's my audition game. tape. <laughs> um, okay, jumping back around. Uh, Sony Conference. The Order 1886. Yeah. They showed off a little bit of, uh, I guess, like a trailer slash gameplay bit there. Uh, I still hungry for more uh, i guess the game's coming out in 2015 yeah i believe yeah i believe it's I, I think 2015. It said early 2015 um i got a very resident evil vibe 
with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. there it's not in this bit here but um this is the werewolf bit but there is a skinless dog oh right and yeah. villagers that look like the re4 villagers just my opinion mm-hmm. but it looks awesome yeah i'm really i'm definitely really excited about the game it's being developed by uh santa monica studio who, uh, you know, I guess they're most well-known for the God of War series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also developed Fat Princess, which was one of my favorite PS3 games. And <laughs> I love Fat Princess, they, and it's so unsung. <laughs> nobody cares about it. They showed off a Fat Princess title really? during their montage, uh, during their free-to-play game section. Oh! Fat Princess I... Piece of Cake. <laughs> so I guess Fat Princess is coming back as well. During their free-to-play montage, they had... Uh, uh, Guns Up, Fat Princess, Piece of Cake, Big Fest, Pain, which is another one of my favorite PS3 games, uh, Kingdom Under Fire 2, Reaper, Onigiri, sorry, uh, <laughs> Neverwinter, Planetside 2, My Singing Monsters, Loadout, and War Thunder. Uh, so I got, I mean, a huge list of the, in the free to play section there. Uh, so should be, should be really cool to see. And uh, there was something, oh, then I was also going to mention that they announced a partnership with Devolver Digital, who's going to be publishing a ton of, uh, Stuff I got console, a ton of console debuted games <laughs> on the PlayStation platform, including Bro Force, Titan Souls, Not a Hero, Hotline Miami, Wrong Number, and The Talos Principle. And Devolver Digital is, has been all over the place lately, so it's really cool to see they got some some love during the Sony presser there. Um, the Talos Principle looked like The Witness. Did anybody else think it looked like? It seemed out of place compared to those other games. It right? was like, oh, was like, like, bam, 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 then. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, whatever did have... Isn't Jonathan Blow the guy behind it? Uh, he did... Um he did braid. Jonathan Blow did braid. Yeah. yeah, and he and he did that. That was when the console was announced. They were like the witness, and it looked all sweet, like mist. And then where did it go? Like whatever happened to that game? Let me look. A Google. Yeah. <laughs> it goes deep into the. To Google we go. Yeah, it's a uh, upcoming 3D puzzle game. Still not out. It was like no. supposed to be in 2013. Then it got pushed back to early 2014. It was announced August 2009. Well, it was a Jonathan Blow game, right? Yeah. It takes a long time to make a 3D puzzle. Uh, it says like... release date is still set for mid 2014. So soon. Get on go. it, bro. Yeah. Uh, Development time is cubed blow. for 3D. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> still going God, on. It. I hate myself for that one. Still working on it. <laughs> Uh, okay, back back down to Ubisoft. What else did they have? So Ubisoft had the division. So we saw the division oh God, at yes. both the Microsoft presser as well as the Ubisoft presser. In the Microsoft presser, we saw a gameplay mm-hmm. demo. And uh-huh. then the Ubisoft presser, we saw one of the most ex- depressing trailers God. ever. So, God. so well done. Flashbacks to Dead Island. Yep. Anybody else? Yeah. But so well and done. This is the uh, the Ubisoft trailer. Yes, this is the cinematic trailer. It it's, it's really good. It's rough, man. It's but so dark. It really made me want to play the game. Like, I thought the, the gameplay demo was really cool. I was super excited for it. And then, you know, to see this. And I'm, I'm not normally not a big fla- fan of... Uh, like non-gameplay trailers, but mm-hmm. I feel like this helps sets the mood and lets you know what the world's going to be about. And yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm a sucker for cinematic trailers. I'll uh-huh. definitely watch them and get like chills and be like, ooh, they use this song. I'll go download, you know, Beast or whatever for Bioshock. Um, but this one, I loved. I love, love, love this cinematic trailer. It gave me chills. Uh-huh. I thought it was wonderfully done. But like you said, the gameplay trailer, the gameplay footage had already gotten me excited. I didn't need it. Yeah. The cinematic trailer should have come first and then the gameplay because I was already stoked as hell All about right, here's it. The uh, the gameplay one, uh, which I, th- I love that that idea or that uh, aesthetic of having the map projected below you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that we can basically see back in time with like the old security systems that we can hack into, uh-huh. and um, the voice acting is really really well done. I thought also um, I thought voice acting this was the best E three for voice acting. Anybody else with like <laughs> yeah. gameplay where they hired voice actors to do the voices of the people like uh-huh. they're talking back and forth? Yeah, 
People uh, start to notice when that kind of thing sticks out. I know. It doesn't bother me. People get mad about it. They're like, oh, pre-windered voice actors. I'm like, oh, so it was still fun to watch. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm noticing a trend here. I, I, I don't know why I hadn't put this together earlier. I'm, I'm like looking back through the EA stuff. We already talked about how they had the, the, the Battlefront thing with mm-hmm. DICE. I'm realizing they showed a lot of games with no name. Like they had the Battlefront thing, which, you know, the Star Wars game that DICE is developing. They had a Mass Effect prototype. Right. Yeah. Uh, they also had a Criterion game with no right. name. They just said, it's going to have ATVs and helicopters and boats and wingsuits and parachutes and planes and jet skis. That's another one of the ones where we just had a lot of footage of them throwing developers out of planes <laughs> and putting them on a boat. And- right. Experience the fear. Now put it in the game. Yeah. And I mean, and they showed like some really, they, they showed them playing some really rough. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, a guy on a in, bike. In, in engine stuff. But yeah, one of the things that I saw was like a guy jump out of a helicopter onto a snowmobile and then take off <laughs> yeah. on that. I was like, what, <laughs> what is Why going not? on in this game? Why not? So uh, they have a lot of stuff, I guess, in early development that they're not ready to show. So how early are these announcements starting to come now? Like we're getting to the point where games don't even have names or genres <laughs> yet. Yep, that's how I felt about Abzu. I mean, Abzu is beautiful and it looked really nice. 2016? WTF. Like, I can't wait that long. My attention doesn't go that far. Will not remember it by mid-2015. Yeah, why why aren't we doing this at at 2015's E3? Like, why? I don't understand these super early announcements. And it's hype train. All about the the hype train. The problem with the hype train is it runs out of fuel real fast. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of coal you have to shovel in the hype train. There's a lot of other (laughs) stuff you got to shovel. (laughs) As that hype train goes on to... Um, so hopping back down to... It's the, kind of a smelly train, really. When yeah. it goes through your town, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it leaves its mark. <laughs> uh, hopping back down to Nintendo. The other... So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Nintendo at this point. The other things I was really Hyrule excited about... Warriors. Which is like a Dynasty Warriors type game. Right. It's a collaboration. It is Dynasty Warriors, yeah. basically. With yeah. uh, like a Zelda collab. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they had a Legend of Zelda teaser. Something. That's another one. Doesn't yep. have a name. We don't yeah. know, really. Just that they really, really, really wanted a vast world. <laughs> yeah, the way they talked about how they couldn't do open world previously, and now, you know, you can really just go wherever you want. You're not you're not going... You, there's no illusion of an open world. You're not going from small, closed world to small, closed world on a linear path. You can really choose your own uh, adventure. The thing that bothered me about it, though, was that they said that the puzzle begins when you're trying to figure out how to get in somewhere. That was like the one part of the Zelda game I didn't need to figure out. Was like how to get somewhere on the map. Like, why? I see that giant Lesson skull one. mountain. How am I going to get in there? First thing, cartography. After you've mastered the tenets of cartography, now you can play the game truly. <laughs> you, you, you hope you get your your, uh, your sextant. <laughs> Look at the, the stars in the game. Forget whoa, your navigation. Whoa, whoa. Let's build a map first. <laughs> uh, but the other two things that they finished up with that I was super excited about were Mario Maker and Splatoon. Yes. So Mario Maker reminds me a lot of Mario Paint mm-hmm. on the SNES, mm-hmm. and that is like you could just place assets and essentially design Mario levels, and it seemed like you could toggle between different Mario styles in yes. different games mm-hmm. uh, with the same. You're actually going to see that here in this video. It'll yeah. click over pretty soon um, to the new style Mario. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, so I mean, this capability has kind of existed for a long time unofficially in the world of ROM makers and things like that. It seems kind of odd to introduce it this late in the game for that just traditional 2D side-scroller kind of create a game. But this is opening it up to the general public and the masses. You know, if you have a ROM and modders, that's a very small select community. Like, now you're really opening up content creation to everyone. Like, everyone has the tools readily available. All right. I mean, you don't think at a certain point, though, that people that really wanted to make stuff 
would have, I mean, could have already done it. Like, oh, they could sure. go find it and do it themselves. Absolutely. I think it's kind of the little big planet effect, <clears throat> right? Uh-huh. Of making levels. They saw how successful that was for them. And, and so they want to do it for Mario, too. And Trials Fusion is also huge. I mean, not to right. denigrate the ability to just hand someone tools, but uh, those tools have existed. I mean, you could do it. Just mm-hmm. harder to share and harder to uh, kind of put it out there for everybody. Yeah, I just think of like, Back when, like, I was a kid and Mario Paint came out, and it was just like the greatest thing in the world for me. It's like, what crazy shit can I make with this? And and, and showed everyone. I think maybe that's the target. It's like people who are much younger and don't have that knowledge. Was there any other use of the mouse other no. than Mario Paint? <laughs> it was just Mario. That was Paint. it. Yeah, swatting those flies. Uh huh. Which there's a fly in this too. By the way, I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> yeah, I did. That you swat. Uh, I fucking love. Will Mario it come Paint. with a mouse? No. <laughs> no, you, you don't need it. You got the gamepad. Yeah, you true. got the gamepad and the stylus. Uh, For nostalgia's sake. Oh, uh, touch controls, taking away all our <laughs> old-time fun. And then uh, Splatoon, yep. which is a 4v4 online game yes. where you have to spray ink all over the map. But there's an interesting mechanic where when you're in your own colored ink, you can become a squid and swim really fast through it. Right. And when you're in your opponent's colored ink, it really slows you down and you can't move very quickly in it. Uh, and you win basically by covering the majority of the map in your team's color. Um, one of the more interesting mechanics I thought with this game was when you're playing, you can look on the gamepad and see where all of your allies are, touch one of them, and instantly warp to that location. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so That's not like, like, does it have a cooldown or anything? That it's seems... just when you spawn. It's like after you oh. die and you spawn, you just like tap. Okay. And that way it's like you don't have to worry about running from the spawn location after the front line. You're like, okay, I'm just going to, boom, there I am. I'm, I'm there back in the action. That's nice. It we, seems almost like a multiplayer for children almost. But like obviously like adults will play, but it's, it's almost like taking a multiplayer game like a Call of Duty or something, taking it down to like this almost elementary level and making it really, really fun. Uh-huh. Of just shooting things on things and making them yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I worry about like that ability to teleport. It's like you wonder what that does for a game's balance. But if the game isn't dominated by like KD ratio and instead dominated by like paint, maybe well, it, maybe it's not a concern. In Battlefield right now, you can currently join a squad and spawn on your squad mates. That's true. I mean, you, you can always jump they have back. To, to they have those. to not be in combat though, right? You have to like not for wait Battlefield. For, I thought you have to wait for the area to clear. I could be wrong, but okay. I think you can just spawn on squad mates. Because okay. I've in Hardline, at least, I've spawned on a squad mate and immediately gotten shot. Times, so. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, and I guess in Battlefield, your squads are relatively small. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is only four, four v four, so maybe, maybe it's similar. But yeah, it looks it looks like a fun game. Yeah, it looks, it looks really it looks really cool. I love cool. that they were hanging out one day at the aquarium, just chalking about their game, like the big aquarium. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was a weird. It was like I don't know. It was like a weird little story. Like yeah, we, it was our day off, and we were at the aquarium. <laughs> I also like that they were mean to the one guy. They were like, "I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You suck." To the other <laughs> yeah, guy, yeah, and he was like, "Yes, good. yes, I do." <laughs> it was it was it was interesting. It was, it was interesting to see Nintendo um, really put like a personality on their developers and their Absolutely. studios. I felt like they were definitely trying to, to brand them and show the differentiation. Like, they were very clear. I think it was uh, Hello Games is working on the Yoshi's Woolly World. Good Feel Company. Was it Good Feel? Yeah. There you go. Never mind. Hello Games is working on uh, something else that we're talking about later. Okay. I only know because I wrote it down yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. Huh. Yeah. Hello Games is... What they're uh, they're working on No Man's Sky. That's what I thought. Uh, Which I want to talk about no in a second. Let me let me read this thing. And we'll get okay. we'll get to that. Fine. Tease uh, me. Why don't you? Want to remind everyone that this episode of the patch is also brought to you by World of Tanks. Uh, have you played World of Tanks? It's a free to play game with over eighty five million players worldwide. It's got massive, high powered, authentic tanks blasting away in intense strategic armored warfare. Strategize victory on history's most epic tank encounters, including maps based on famous battlegrounds of World War Two. 
Team up and tactically eliminate the enemy. Compete online against players worldwide. World of Tanks is free to play on your PC. If you haven't played yet, you've been missing out. Go to playtanks.us. It's right there on the screen. Uh, that's again, that's playtanks.us and use code ROOSTER for awesome in-game items. Rated T for teen. Ooh, it's the first time I've had to say that. Uh, playtanks.us, code ROOSTER, rated T for teen. Uh, I played a lot of World of Tanks, and when I first started playing, I thought I was the greatest player in the world. Did you? How I, did you get that misconception? I had a wonderful run, like my first five games, <laughs> where I didn't die and was killing people left and right, and I realized, oh, these are all the other people playing for the first time. <laughs> I am just better than people literally playing for the first time like me. And that game is intense, man. That game is super strategic. You, uh, uh, you and I did a This Is, which can be found on the Rooster right. Teeth channel, I yeah. believe. I, I have I've played the shit out of World of Tanks. It's a, it's a fun <laughs> game. Uh, it's free to play. You, know, you, you, can just, you can unlock stuff in-game just uh, mm-hmm. by playing the game really fun uh anyway so no man's sky no man's which sky. was shown during the sony presser uh and i want to say that their console debut yeah console debut is on the mm-hmm. ps4 so i think they first showed no man's sky at e3 last year and hello games is the developer that suffered through that flood uh and they lost a That's lot of right. stuff so mm-hmm. i wasn't even really expecting to see any no man's sky uh, at e3 this year uh so i was really really amazed to see what they did show and i mean we're looking at the coolest thing to me right here is you're walking around on the planet with animals you get in a spaceship fly into space get into a space fight fly to another planet land and get out of your ship with no loading screen and everybody gets their own unique planet to start on right it's all procedurally generated (laughs) this one's mine can't have it (laughs) how the fuck does that work like it's mind-blowing to me i haven't seen i'm trying to think of any other game where i've ever seen space and ground combat i don't think i can the only one I, that comes to mind is Wing Commander 4. You mm-hmm. could actually fly to a planet and then go down and, and attack a base on the ground. Since then, I don't think anybody's done it. It, yeah, was, it looked beautiful, and there were a lot of um, people who were very excited to see it. And also, most adorable presenter award goes to, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the head of the studio. I want to say oh, name. yeah. Hello, he, I, I, he's indie like, game. I just love this game so much. And he was like about to cry, and, and most adorable award goes to him. Yeah, he's like, we're a small studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the game play for that will be, though? Like, what what do you do? In <laughs> you get into fights in space. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know cool. what you don't do. How about <laughs> you walk around on the planet? Do you, is it going to be a builder? I mean, what, it's so open right now. It's like, what is this game? The sky's the limit. So, uh, no man's sky's the limit. Quick correction here, according to Twitter, you can spawn even uh, on friendly squad mates, even if they're in combat. That's what I thought. Mm. Okay, so I was I was mistaken about that. You're probably thinking like Halo. So I guess we should Campaign. talk about Halo. Hey, Halo. Hey. We have not talked about... There's one of those too, right? The uh, Master Chief the Collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they announced the Master Chief Collection, which is Halos 1, 2, 3, and 4, mm-hmm. which are... Well, uh, Halo 1 Anniversary and Halo 2 Anniversary. Correct. Yes. And then Halo 3 and 4, which have been uh, rewritten to run on the Xbox One platform. And uh, they're going to be released all together this year uh, on for 60 bucks, which is crazy to me. And and what blew Ray's mind is 4,000 gamers 4, score. 4,000 yeah. gamers score. You'll be able to... One of the interesting things I thought... Oh, this is the Halo 5 tease we're looking at right here, actually. Um, one of the interesting things I thought about um, Halo 4 was that they'll have level playlists where you can take right. any levels you want and play them in order. So, for example, you could create a Warthog playlist and just play like every driving level. 
Yeah, they. it was a little unclear, I thought, at the conference, but I think it's come out now that you're going to be able to create them because they said, well, we'll have custom playlists to serve as the greatest hits mm-hmm. of the levels, but I didn't know if they were going to be like released or you could make your own. Seems like you can make your own. Yeah. It'd be silly if you couldn't make your own, but it's cool that they all run in the same interface as well. So you can be like, great, I'm going to play Halo 1, now I'm going to play Halo 3, then I go to Halo 2. Like You can do it in any order you want to do, which is great. Yeah, that's one of the things I feel like uh, I can gloss over. You're right, we should mention that they did announce that Halo 2 is getting the full anniversary treatment right. for this. Um Including the ability to toggle between original engine and uh-huh. new engine uh, dynamically on the fly, just like in Halo CE Anniversary. I believe they said that you're going to have access to every multiplayer every map, Every single right? multiplayer map wow. in 1080p, 60 frames a second with dedicated servers. That's going to be cool. And six and they, of the Halo 2 maps have been revamped. Yeah, they showed uh-huh. uh, Ascension uh, during the uh, the the conference, which was one of my favorites. Like, probably one of everyone's favorites who played Halo 2 online. Lockout. Lockout? Yes. Really? Yeah. Lockout, for That's sure. That's a good one. We'll, we'll, we'll so see. It's small and I can't lose people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be curious to see if we see some coagulation, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they announced the Master Chief Collection, and they also announced that as part of that, if you purchase it, you'll get access to the Halo 5 beta, which starts December 27th, and you'll also get the Ridley Scott miniseries Nightfall, yes. which I guess is a new uh, Halo narrative that they're taking, or they're, they're going to be releasing alongside the... Uh, the the Master Chief Collection, right, and it's a live action series that apparently goes up to like in story <coughs> to Halo Five, like leads up to Halo Five. Is it bridging four to five? I'm, I, they said it's a bridge to five, but they didn't okay. say where that bridge comes from. So <laughs> Terabithia, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It actually starts in Toledo. We're not sure what. It's just some guy. He's a taxi driver. Wanders <laughs> onto the set of Halo Five. <laughs> yeah. So then they didn't even give a release date for Halo Five beyond saying Halo Five Guardians 2015. Right. So I, I think it's safe to assume holiday, you know. we got a pretty busy fall already, though. I mean, there's, uh, aside from just the, the new things coming out, or the, like, you get the remake of GTA Five is coming out in fall. Let's see, there's Destiny, there's uh, The Crew, right? Mm-hmm. That comes out November 11th, I think. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a busy fall. we got to get there, though. Until then, there's, like, nothing. I mean, it's a pretty slow summer. Uh, excuse me, August 29th, oh, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney will be hitting shelves, so I know where I'll be. You got faced. Well, you better fi- you. file a brief about it. <laughs> Wait, what? It's been out in Japan for over a year. They announced it at the last E3. The U.S. never got a release date, and then this year we finally got one. Is this like Har- Harvey Birdman's friend? What is this? It's, no, it's Professor Layton, the okay. Professor Layton games, and then Phoenix Wright, and they made a crossover game, and I'm very excited. You know, what? It's, it's about lawyers? Yeah, Phoenix Wright is an attorney. You don't know Phoenix, right? You know, the I, objection. Let's, yeah. Objection. You know, objection? You mean the like, most common term ever used in a courtroom? Yeah, yeah I know like, objection. Like I know what an objection is. Yeah. Everywhere. We're going to sit together. Let's have a very special video okay. where I show I'm going to learn about the internet. <laughs> Phoenix, right? I'm Professor excited. Layton, I'm very excited. I felt like this was almost like Nintendo did a little bit of, uh, they focused on bringing things uh-huh. that is the objection. Uh, they, they focused I'll, on. I'll pull it up here on the. They focused on bringing things that were in Japan already out. Uh, Fantasy uh-huh. Life also, which has been in Japan since December, is coming to the U.S. as well. So we're finally getting some games that have see, been out I forever. I thought I knew things about Japanese games, but I guess I don't. I don't. You'll see. I'm hoping you'll see Phoenix Wright and say, like, oh, of course I know that. I feel like you just told me that there's a whole subset of the Internet that I'm not aware of, which I'm sure there's lots of. No, no. Really? Nothing. Objection. All right. I got nothing. Oh my! We're gonna have the most wonderful time together, you and I. Are you? Are you a special lawyer? You're a lawyer, and you have to figure out where people are lying and object at the right time and press them, and you smack your table. It's really fun. Is it like <laughs> smack the table. You'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cho Tabadai Gaishi. We smack the table. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Now my screen is stuck. <laughs> showing <laughs> objection. objection. I can't get back to my list of topics. There we go. All right. Um, so where am I going at? So going back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Going back to the Sony conference, they also showed off the fact that they're going to have new Infamous DLC uh, mm-hmm. called Infamous First Light, which uh, presumably follows the storyline of Fetch. It seems like based on the uh, the trailer. And Fetch was the neon uh person in uh, in infamous second light okay or infamous second sun so it's uh it'll be cool and i believe they said that it's going to be standalone dlc so you don't need to own infamous second sun to be able to get it kind of like how far cry 3 blood dragon was its own thing and didn't need far cry 3 (laughs) completely its own thing speaking of which slightly inspired by far cry 3 (laughs) (laughs) borrowed a, a control scheme from far cry 3 the um there was another uh, announcement during the Microsoft presser that made me think of Far Cry 3. Where is it? Uh, oh, here it is. Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 <laughs> Arcade Remix Hyper Edition Another EX Alpha. wonderful thing that dropped day of when they, it's like, hey, we announced it. And then as soon as that happened, we loaded up Dead Rising, started hitting refresh, and within an hour it was available. We've already done Let's Play in it. Yeah, yeah I heard it was fun. I heard you guys have fun. The, it's, it's a lot of fun. It, it seemed like an awesome celebration of like <laughs> Capcom. It was like for the 31st anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> like everything about that trailer was awesome. Like they nailed it. It looked so fucking great. It was awesome. Like, I love the car bonus stages. And there's a bunch of achievements that go with that. I mean, uh, I think I counted there was 27 achievements wow. just with that DLC. That's more, I think, than they've had in all the other DLCs. Hmm. Uh, if you care about that sort of thing, it's still not that many points, but uh, and it's really it's a lot of fun. It's an easy thing to to hit all the achievements. They're not crazy, and uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very campy, sort of arcadey style. And if you got friends to play it with, I would recommend doing that. Yeah, very so cool. uh, I just got alerted here that apparently uh, on the No later today, uh, the No will be publishing impressions of Assassin's Creed Unity, Civilization Ooh. Beyond Earth, Evolve, and Far Cry Four. So all of those will be uh, impressions of that will be published on the No here later today. Uh, if you're watching it live, if you're watching it pre-recorded, it's already there. You <laughs> should go watch it. Uh, I think there's already one up for. I lost it. All right, fair uh, enough. There's cool. something up now. There's a first impression now up. Go see. It's a surprise. It's really awesome. You should guess go watch which it. one he was. Let's play a game called Guess Which One Ryan yeah. was thinking. Of. Guess the thing that I meant. You were thinking <laughs> of Civilization Beyond Earth. No. Damn. <laughs> that was my guess. Uh, okay, back to um, Ubisoft. So they had uh, a game which was, I don't know, one of the saddest trailers, another one of the sad trailers at E3, that Valiant Hearts. Yes, I was like, I wonder if we're going to get to Valiant Hearts <laughs> that, before this yeah, is over. Yeah, like a World War One game with a dog. That, yeah. I tweeted, there's only one rule of E3 and it's no sad dogs. <laughs> and like, it was, it, um, I teared up watching it. Why I know, I was like, why am I getting so sad? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't show the movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't look, it doesn't exist. It never happens. <laughs> he never laid down on the ground all sad. <laughs> it looks really good, though. As somebody with a history degree, I will absolutely be playing that game. It seems really, really cool. I'm, I'm glad to see them, them try that. But uh, I just wanted to mention that before I, we talk yeah. about Rainbow Six Siege. Yes. Which, uh, which How seems long has it been really since Rainbow awesome. Six is out of game? I think six years. Yeah, this is about right. 2008. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here it is. You can see it's like they, what they showed off was uh, a gameplay, I guess. It's like a 5v5, I think, was in this demo, mm-hmm. uh, which one team is holding a hostage in a house and the other team has to try to infiltrate the house and extract the hostage. Um, so they set up like a plan. They had multiple different points of entry and they chose in this case, in this gameplay, to you know rappel down onto the roof and, and bust in that way. But I guess I think they said they could also go through the garage and 
through another room with one of the other options. Yeah, they have all the windows too. Um, the coolest thing about this is that we we found out that there's basically like a planning phase. So before you start, you get around three minutes, it seemed like, to uh, the, the terrorists get to bulk up the house based on their they have a budget apparently to like bulk up the house <laughs> and then the counter terrorists get to um scope it out with drones to see where the weak points are and then try and storm the house um the coolest thing is when you die you're you're not all the way out although we did talk about whether or not that we thought that was a better idea um but you, you get to be a drone and tell people uh-huh. tell the rest of your teammates what's going on but once you die you're out for the rest of the round uh-huh. and we don't know yet if that drone is then you can take the drone out after it you, seemed like it but we, when you double die yeah, when you double super die. Double, double, die. double dead plus. <laughs> double plus dead. Um, but this was one that there was definitely voice actors doing the gameplay, and I liked uh, it. I, no. I thought it was wonderful. It's kind of cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but the destructible environment seemed crazy. Where, yeah. Uh, like the the people were started shooting through the wall and destroying the wall, and mm-hmm. you know one of the. Um, the, I don't know what to call them, terrorists or one of the opposing force, set up a barricade and a shield uh, so they couldn't get around him. So one of the friendly players shot through. A barricade to open up for a sniper to kill that person. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was really really cool it's, looking. It's actually kind of interesting because that seems like the most team communication of any game I've seen in recent memory. I mean, you really have to coordinate with your teammates, which I don't know. A lot of people like me probably never play with a headset <laughs> on or have disabled the ability to receive voice and text communication. You and I play very similar ways. I see. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's almost never. Never beneficial, but for a game like that, I would definitely Absolutely. play with friends. You would and, need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and do that the right way, proper. Uh, so, see, where am I going? Oh, I know we only have like four minutes left, so I'm trying to make sure we hit all no, the big ones time. I talk Let's about. See, like it just turned it's, over. It's like we've just weird. started. Uh, back to EA, of course, they announced, or they didn't announce, they talked about Sims 4. They, man, they also had UFC, NHL 15, Madden. It's like, yeah. you don't have to... But now well, they've got it. Bruce Lee in UFC, so yeah. it's all fresh and new. But one of the weirder... Looking really weird, too. He's got very odd, like... Yeah, anyway. One of the weirder <laughs> announcements, I thought, was in PGA Tour, the Extreme Fantasy courses, <laughs> where like you could play golf, essentially, on a battlefield level, and it seemed like the whole course was being destroyed yeah. by this battle, and you're just trying to play golf. Dad, get out of my <laughs> battlefield game! You got battlefield in my golf game! <laughs> I'm going to keep making that joke for everything now that's Do like a it. mashup. Is that yeah. not your extreme fantasy, though, to play golf in the middle of a war? Yeah. I really love Battlefield, but if only I could play golf here. <laughs> it's like, hold up, guys. Like, you get your squad. Like, all right, let's go Let's go hit the back nine. Well, hit point B. I got a ball down there. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, no, you may be onto something. What if you have to claim the checkpoints by hitting the ball into the hole? Oh. Hey. Yeah. I can see that. Um, they also Battle golf. <laughs> they also showed off Dawn Gate, which is their MOBA. Uh, Mirror's Edge 2, FIFA 15, and Battlefield Mirror's Hardline. Mirror's Edge 2! Yeah. We have like a, a clap seats for that. But here's the thing about Mirror's Edge, right? It always looks really cool, and then it makes you throw up when you play it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looked really, really cool again, but I have deja vu. So. It's so white. Deja vu and, and vomit. <laughs> Did you actually throw up deja playing this vomit. game? Deja vomit. No, but a motion blur gets to me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm one of those. Well, we'll see. Uh, I don't think they even announced a potential release date. I think it's still like prototype. No, it is. It, it's very like, look how cool Faith looks. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> what it was. Yeah, some early early concepts there. Uh, where did clear Nintendo? Was there any other Ubisoft stuff I wanted to talk about? Oh, we talked about the crew, which seems uh, pretty cool. They have that oh, just huge. Just Dance Now, which is like their mobile phone game, so you can play with multiple people. Like they had the entire audience dancing to a big screen. <laughs> no pop performances this year. 
No what? No Usher. Oh, right, right. What the hell? So <laughs> That's everybody's favorite part. I know. You can't talk about Dance Central without talking about Usher. All the comments are always, <laughs> man, all these developers talking, I wish there had been just a little bit more <laughs> Usher. Yeah. One, one of the weirdest scripted lines by a presenter was during the Ubisoft conference. It was pretty early on when Aisha Tyler came out. She said, I'm just like you guys. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see what they have lined up for us. I've already seen what they have lined up for us, and here we go. It's like, wait, you just said you're like us, and you can't wait to see it. Like, I feel like someone was revising the script and forgot to, and like, forgot to delete, it. delete one of those lines or, like, forgot to merge them. So it was just, it was a really weird, like, I was like, what? It's like, like they, it caught me off guard. They downloaded a new version of the script to her brain midway through the conversation. <laughs> I just saw it. It was great. She gets the Trooper Award because she's come back so many years after just, like, hate every year yeah. she gets. She got really excited, too. It was kind of cute. Uh, other Sony stuff we didn't talk about about little big planet 3 by drunk. a new developer they, by drunk they didn't developers. mention yes the developers <laughs> could not get through their own demo on stage uh, bloodborne which oh, is yes. coming from, from the software yeah from uh, the developers who made demon soul and dark soul the spiritual successor to dark souls dead island 2 which had a great trailer oh, i fucking did. love that trailer always does uh, diablo 3 ultimate evil edition with monsters from last of us crossover <laughs> a little clicker action. okay uh, Battlefield Hardline, Disney Infinity, some exclusive stuff. Grim Fandango yes. coming back on the PS4 and Vita. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Project Morpheus, the free-to-play games. PlayStation Now, Beta, PlayStation TV, Powers. We talked about Powers, right? The TV show. That's we like didn't their talk own about digital it. content so that people who have PSN Plus can watch it for free. Uh, they showed some Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain, Uncharted 4, which I can't wait for, A Thief's End. Uh, and then finally, Microsoft stuff. We're wrapping up here. Uh, I'm just saying words. You're just throwing things yeah. out We there. did not get to cover Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, that was also in the EA one. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, which looked really fucking cool and fun. Eight-player co-op multiplayer, I believe, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Uh, Conquer is going to be in Project Spark now. Fable Legends, which seemed cool. 4v1, essentially. Four players co-op and then one villain setting up traps for them. Which is a new thing that a lot of games are running with and is really cool. Yeah, I, I think Evolve... Is starting to set a little like a little bit of a tone everybody's trying to catch up with. Ori and the Blind Forest. Which oh, is that looks re- so good. Yeah. Except also that one made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is up with this? Uh, Inside, which is made by the people who uh-huh. developed uh, Limbo, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I'm super excited about. I mm-hmm. can't believe I'm saying that about a Tomb Raider game. Last one was so good. Seriously, after the last one, Lara Croft is like a mass murderer, though, right? Well, I mean, she killed so many that's, people. I mean, that's, I think, addressed in this trailer. It starts with her she's in, like, therapy. Yeah, she's in therapy. Did she admit to this guy? It's like, you don't understand. <laughs> I killed hundreds of them. <laughs> um, I shot them it. in the face with arrows Witcher and 3. guns. Witcher 3, Phantom Dust, which I didn't even know what the original Phantom Dust was. I just loved the, like, the build-up was like, everybody loves uh, old games. I love making no old... Phantom Dust. Nobody knows? Nobody? No? Crickets? Thank you you very much. Have a great E3. Uh, Uh, Look on the value rack. It was on the value rack for a long time. And then... uh, Great game, though. Scalebound. I'm excited. Scalebound and Crackdown, which are Xbox exclusives. Scalebound looks cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. I I was not a huge fan of the second Crackdown. They said that they're trying to make this one more like the original, so we'll see how it goes. All right, we have to wrap up. We're out of time. No, we got time. Look. So thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Monday with I an episode of RT Internet. Podcast and next Wednesday with another episode of The Patch. Bye.